and welcome to Eye on Princeton, a podcast dedicated to keeping you informed about the happenings in Princeton, Texas. Let's hand things off to your show host and Princeton resident, Mitchell Chase. Thank you very much, Greg Price, for those kind words. I love it when you introduce the show. Thank you for giving your time and listening to Eye on Princeton, a show dedicated to the things happening in Princeton, Texas. Today, we're going to cover food for families of those in need and individuals, and I'm speaking of the North Texas Food Bank. We do have the president of Dorsey Management Services, Calvin Dorsey. He is also the spokesperson for the North Texas Food Bank here in the North Texas area. And then we have Amy Shirley, an autoimmune coach, and she is a member of the District 25 Toastmasters Speakers Bureau. Calvin, by the way, happens to be the chairman of that Speakers Bureau. And I do want to welcome Amy and Calvin. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. We're going to talk about food for those in need. It's a terrible thing to go hungry. I know both of you, you know, have dedicated part of your lives to making sure that those who can't eat get to eat. But first, I want to learn a little bit more about each of you. Amy, you are an autoimmune coach. Can you share with us what that is exactly? Well, I work with people who have autoimmune disorders and other chronic health conditions and help them to have less pain, more energy. And to be able to get back to living the life that they want to live instead of one that's determined by their illness, mostly through nutrition and lifestyle management. And what do you do with Toastmasters? Obviously, it has to do with speaking. Do you ever go on tour? How does that work? With Toastmasters, it helps me hone my speaking skills. I get an opportunity to speak to people as I'm wanting to be able to deliver my message to more and more people. And the Speakers Bureau allows me to get that exposure to speak to more and more people. But within the Toastmasters Club itself, it really helps refine my speaking skills. It's also for somebody who just wants to become a better leader or move up within their job. Very cool. Calvin, you're the president of Dorsey Management Services, and what do you do? I'm a management consultant, and we help businesses improve their organizational effectiveness through training and by pursuing cutting-edge solutions to today's problem. Sometimes it's training. It could be an issue with employee benefits. Within the lanes of organizational development training and employee benefits, those are the areas of my expertise. Very nice. Let's get into the uh, North Texas Food Bank. And Calvin, I'm going to turn it over to you here and, and tell us about the food bank. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Mitchell. First of all, the mission of the North Texas Food Bank is to close the hunger gap in North Texas by providing access to nutritious food. And by the way, uh, this year is very significant because it marks the 40th anniversary of the North Texas Food Bank. And that's significant because 40 years ago, the food bank provided around 400,000 meals. And now the food bank provides more than 125 million. And certainly you'd agree that that's a significant improvement in progress. And the food bank you know, serves 13 counties. And it's got more than 200 partner agencies to help reduce the hunger gap because that's what it wants to do. Are you aware, Mitchell, that in North Texas, one in six North Texans is hungry? And when it comes to children, one in five children are in a household that's food insecure. For that reason, North Texas Food Bank does all it can to help people in this area. Wow, that's not good. But the food bank is good, and I know the mission is to get food to those in need. Amy, with uh, the children that are not getting a proper diet, basically not even getting enough food, explain the consequences, please. With children who aren't getting enough food 
what you have is they're not being able to perform at their greatest potential. So they're not able to learn and focus as well simply because they're hungry. And then they also are more likely to have chronic health conditions either later in life or we're seeing it more and more that chronic health conditions such as type 2 diabetes are showing up in children. So there is a way with diet that can prevent type 2 from coming on. Yes, absolutely. If you think about nutrition and your body as being like a car and its fuel, your body is a high-performance race car, and food is the fuel. And there's not, I, I don't like to think of any food as being bad or good because different kinds of foods create different responses in our body that are all needed in certain ways. But some foods are more beneficial most of the time than others. Just like that high-performance race car, that high-octane fuel is going to be more beneficial to it than running on just your regular unleaded. It's still going to run on regular unleaded, but it's going to need more maintenance overall. And you're definitely not going to win a NASCAR race putting regular unleaded in a high-performance car. I want to go to Calvin now with the food bank. People just hearing that stat, I didn't know that statistic that you shared about the children and someone may be led right now you know what i want to become a partner i want to help out what can somebody do with the north texas food bank if they want to help there are many ways to help the food bank of course you can always make a donation because one dollar is the equivalent of three meals you can volunteer at one of the partner agencies or you can volunteer at the warehouse at the north texas food bank for example there's a food pantry there in Princeton. Christ cares for Princeton on North 6th Street. And certainly you can contact them if you want to volunteer and provide some sweat equity. And it's important. Sweat equity is important because not everyone has uh, the ability to contribute money. However, you can contribute your time, whether it's a financial donation or it's your own time. The food bank would be glad to have you. And I'm certain that the uh, Christ Cares for Princeton organization would be happy to have your support as well. Let me mention, Mitchell, that there are, in terms of food assistance, there are four primary ways that people can access food through the food bank and its partner agencies. For example, some people might be eligible for the SNAP program. And, and for those in your audience who are not familiar with SNAP, think of food stamps. You can contact the food bank. You can complete an application to see if you're eligible to receive food under the SNAP program. And that's very important. Then there is a senior program for persons 60 and above. They may be eligible for 35 pounds of USDA commodities each month. Then, of course, there's a mobile pantry, and then there's a food pantry. The food pantry, such as Christ Cares for Princeton, requires that you come in and there's a certain set of criteria that they have before you can get food from them. Go in and talk to call them ahead of time, find out what their criteria is, and go in and complete an application to be eligible. The mobile pantry travels to different areas. No proof is necessary when you show up. You can go to www.ntfb.org and find out where the mobile pantry is located on any particular day. You provide your family size, your zip code where you live, and the food in that vehicle is distributed on a first-come, first-served basis. Those are the four primary ways. The SNAP program, the senior program, the mobile pantry, and then a food pantry. 
Very good. Amy, going back to you now, basically what I want to find out is how can parents be creative with limited resources? And let's say the supplement is coming from the food bank. What are better choices that parents can make as far as keeping kids healthy and getting them the right diet? To start with, parents want to choose more foods that are whole minimally processed foods like fruits and vegetables, meat, seafood. Those are the high-octane fuels, if we go back to that race car analogy. Processed foods, which are your mostly boxed foods, those are foods that are more like the regular fuel. And they're not necessarily bad. Your body runs on them. They are calorie-dense foods. And so you get a lot of energy with them up front. You're not getting the nutrients that allow your body to have its own systems control things like insulin and blood pressure and your adrenal system. All of those things are what help prevent you from having type 2 diabetes and heart disease and other chronic health conditions. The high-octane foods, those whole foods can taste amazing. And that's part of why I don't like for people to talk about foods as being good or bad, because then we get this idea in our head that good foods don't taste as good, but the bad foods taste really good. When in reality, those highly nutritious foods, nutrient-dense foods, can taste amazing. And the way you get your kids involved in eating those types of foods is simply to get them participating, get them to help you in the kitchen in age-appropriate ways. They can help get ingredients out. They can help wash fruits and vegetables. They can help stir things in a pot. Once it's age-appropriate, they can help you chop vegetables. And if you don't think a kid can use a knife safely, if you've never watched MasterChef Junior, those kids can cook better than I can. Another way that you can get kids interested in eating those high-octane, nutrient-dense foods is to get them involved in growing. Did you say get them involved in growing them? Is that right? Yes, growing them. Okay. You can save the seeds or you can actually purchase seeds very inexpensively and maybe start a little garden in the backyard. When kids are involved in growing things in containers or in the backyard, they become fascinated with that process. And then they're more likely to want to enjoy what those plants produce. So Calvin, as you said when we began the interview, the North Texas Food Bank has been in operation almost 40 years. You've had an opportunity to see and experience those families, kids, people receive the help. Tell us about your experience with that, what you've seen and what they've shared. I'd like to share a story about uh, the Martinez family. Raymond and Monica Martinez, they have two children uh, who are less than four years old. And Monica said that with the North Texas Food Bank, they wouldn't have anything. They'd run out of food. And for that reason, they are extremely thankful. In fact, they go to uh, Brother Bill's Food Pantry in Dallas. When you hear a story like that, it warms your heart to know that you're a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And it's something that people need, food, nutrition. And Monica says that since the food bank is in existence and is partnered with Brother Bill, that makes a big difference in their lives. Then there's Sharon, who's a senior citizen who lives out in Wiley. Sharon is on a widow's pension, which means that she gets a fixed dollar amount each month. And she says that that pension does not last for a whole month. She runs out of money. She goes through amazing grace food pantry and she gets so much food 
that she's able to bring food back to her cul-de-sac and share it with other seniors who live on her street. She's very thankful of the North Texas Food Bank. And then, of course, there's David. Now, David goes to City Square in Dallas. David's a volunteer there and been around for about nine years. He works. He gets his food from the North Texas Food Bank because he says each month he has to make a decision. Do I pay rent or do I buy food? He decided that he needed a roof over his head. He pays his rent and he gets his food from the North Texas Food Bank. Wow. In addition, David, through the programs at City Square, has completed their culinary arts program. And he's also taken some business classes because David wants to improve his life, taking control, acquiring some necessary skills, which would put him in a position to not even rely on the North Texas Food Bank at all. And those are three success stories that I can share with you today. Those are wonderful it's wonderful to hear about the work of the North Texas Food Bank. As we wind down, because time is running out, Amy, I learned something really, really interesting and really helpful from this interview, and that was to no longer refer to food as good and bad. And would you just recap that thought, please? Right. There's no such thing as a good or a bad food. They both fuel our bodies. All foods fuel our bodies. But our bodies, with some foods, like processed foods, they get a quick hit of a lot of calories, and there's usually sugars and some other things in there because those foods are engineered with those ingredients to also taste good and give us a lot of calories at once. And so that gives us a quick energy hit. It sets off all the, the feel-good chemicals in our body. And so while it's not something that's beneficial for us in the long term, it's still something that's beneficial for us in the short term. And it's great to have every once in a while and as a treat and sometimes when you need it. Right. And then there, on the other end of the spectrum, there's also nutrient-dense foods. And these are the foods like your fruits and vegetables, your seafoods, your meat, your nuts. Because they are nutrient-dense, they aren't just calorie-dense. It takes more of those foods to get us the energy that we need. But at the same time, they also prime our bodies to function optimally and allow our bodies to do its own healing and therefore control blood pressure, control our insulin response, control inflammatory responses. That provides for long-term health and optimum performance. Very nice. Amy Shirley, an autoimmune coach, thank you so much for being on with us today, talking about the North Texas Food Bank. Calvin, I want to come to you again and share once again how the different ways we can partner with the food bank to help lower the numbers of families and kids that need to use the food bank. Thanks, Mitchell. I'd like to invite everybody to visit the North Texas Food Bank's website at www.ntfb.org. That's www.ntfb.org. Go to the website and you'll see a variety of ways that you can get involved, whether through making a donation or a canned food drive. There are a number of ways that you can help. Amy mentioned growing food. Some people work collaboratively and start gardening. And you can grow food and donate that food to the North Texas Food Bank. Every month, the North Texas Food Bank has a theme, which means that if you are a member of an organization and you want to focus on a particular theme, let's say in June, the theme is dairy and vegetables. Yeah. They're collecting. They're emphasizing to collect dairy foods, 
vegetables, that's a good approach. Sometimes the focus is peanut butter. There are a variety of ways to get involved. And by the way, let me have the phone number. That number is 214-330-1396. 214-330-1396. The North Texas Food Bank appreciates your interest. One dollar is the equivalent of three meals. If you want to donate your time, contact the North Texas Food Bank or one of its partner agencies, and we'd love to have you. Get involved. Calvin Dorsey, president of Dorsey Management Services and also spokesperson for the North Texas Food Bank, Amy Shirley. Thank you both for being on the show and blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Eye on Princeton, a podcast focused on the happenings in Princeton, Texas. We always welcome your feedback, ideas, suggestions, comments, or questions by email to mitchellchase at mitchellmchase.com. Until next time, blessings to you and yours. Ion Princeton is produced by Chase Productions. Copyright 2022.